Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's big dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. And, uh, and folks, as promised, we have a real treat for you today joining us again. Uh, and it's been too many years uh, since we've had uh, this fantastic author, Ed Klein, uh, to join us. Uh, but we do have Ed Klein again here in his latest book. And again, it's he knocks it out of the park as he always does. All Out War, The Plot to Destroy Trump. And uh, Ed, uh, welcome back to the program, my friend. How have you been? I've been great, and it's so wonderful to be back with you. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, you have a way of writing that really fits the times okay and uh and you know and we have uh you know i poke a little fun at 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 my uh at my republican friends you know i i've coined this phrase low fat republicans okay you know zero grams uh onion power zero grams common sense you know zero grams ability to think outside the box and uh but uh you know trump is a different kind of president he can think outside the box he does tote a set of onions, you know, and I don't mean baby pearls, brother, <laughs> you know, and uh, and you and you really do. You really do fit that mold. And um, so what is it? You know, and I, I've been reading a bit about your relationship with with uh, President Trump. It really mm-hmm. goes back quite a ways. And you even write in your book about some of the. Uh, boxing comments that he'd made, and this was what twenty-five years ago when, oh, when you were interviewing him. I think it was even more than twenty-five, but maybe thirty, thirty-five years ago. It was a long, long time ago, back in the nineteen eighties, actually. Yeah. So you and, understand this man better than most. Well, I've known him for what seems like ever, and um, we've traveled around the country together. I've been with him on campaign uh, trips to events, large events, small events. I've been down to Mar-a-Lago. I've interviewed Melania, his wife. Um, I interviewed actually his second wife, uh, mm-hmm. uh, who he divorced, as you know, yeah. and um, was a showgirl. Uh-huh. And uh, so I, I know the family well, and um, I don't recognize the person that the media portrays uh, with the person that I know from firsthand experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, this isn't new, Ed, and uh, I want to share something uh, with you here. And, uh, okay, let me get it pulled up, okay? Now, this is this is something that's thousands of years old, and you know the Bible says there's no new thing under the sun, right? That's right. Okay. You have here, you have in your book a cast of villains. <laughs> I love it. You have Republicans and, uh, you know, low-fat low Republicans, rather, and uh, Democrats of all stripes. Yes. Okay? But now, the book of Nehemiah in the Bible, you, re- you remember Nehemiah who, who repaired the wall, basically what Trump is saying, we need a wall? That's right. Well, in the chapter four, it says, but it came to pass. And I'm going to substitute the names in the Bible. It says Sambalat, Tobiah, and the Arabians. Okay. But it could just as easily say, but it came to pass that um, Clinton and um, McConnell <laughs> and, uh, and you could just, you know, put all these people's names in it that when they heard the walls of America 
were to be made up, that the breaches began to be stopped, they were very wroth with anger. Wrought with anger. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I mean, so there's nothing new under the sun. This is this is thousands of years ago, um, you know, and they had to do the same thing Trump is doing today. They had to work with one hand and fight with the other, you know, and it it literally said that all the men that worked on the wall had to have a working tool in one hand and a weapon in the other hand. In in, uh, President Trump's case, of course, the Twitter is his weapon often. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's why they hate it. You know, I mean, now, just think now, we had, you know, last Republican president we had was mild-mannered George Bush, okay, Mm -hmm. who never fought back for eight years. And what, see, what, I think what President Bush did not get, but that President Trump does get, is that when they attack the president, they're really attacking the people that voted for the president. That's and so true. George Bush took it personally, like, oh, well, I'm too dignified. I can't respond to that. It's like all about me, me, me. I am too dignified. I cannot respond. But I think what Trump gets is that when they attack Trump, they're attacking the people that literally Barack Hussein Obama and Hillary Clinton called deplorable, irredeemable, uh, bitter clingers. They cling to their religion and their guns. And look, God knows I cling to both, Ed. I don't know about you. <laughs> but uh, so, you know, what's your take on, you know, does does Trump have factor this into his thinking or is this just, you know, maybe God's way of working things out and Trump's unaware of it? Well, you know, I think I've been thinking about that, and I was thinking that uh, this whole Russian collusion story that the media keeps playing is essentially exactly what you're talking about. It's that the media and the, the these uh, Republicans, these uh, uh, never-Trumper Republicans and the Democrats, cannot accept the fact that Donald, that the American people mm-hmm. voted for Donald Trump to be president of the United States. So they have to concoct a story that it was the Russians, our enemies, who put this man in the Oval Office, mm-hmm. not the American people. And they have come up with not a single piece of evidence in over two years to prove right. that. There's no evidence whatsoever that there's any collusion. Mm-hmm. There never has been any evidence. There's and evidence in the other direction, though, Ed. So what what is it about? Evidence, yeah, right? what is it about our side that we, their side, they're willing to lie against us, and on our side, we're not willing to take obvious and absolute truth and beat them to death with it. Mm-hmm. Well, we do know, of course, now that it's become public that. Mrs. Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and her campaign actually paid a um, opposition research firm mm-hmm. to use Russian sources to discredit Donald Trump. Yeah. So if anybody was colluding with the Russians, mm-hmm. it was the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee that paid for this Russian disinformation. Yeah. Let me ask you a question about intent, okay? Because one of the things that the low-fat Republicans like to say is that, well, the Democrats are my friend across the aisle, 
and I may disagree with the way they do things, but they have the best interests of the country at, in mind, just like mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. They just believe differently. And so they give them, I think, unfounded credit for the integrity of their intentions. And my belief, Ed, is that on, on our side, we have the Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, and capitalists in a coalition, what I call the five C's. And that on their side, they literally, this might sound outlandish, Ed, but they literally are the coalition of evil. And they they vote together in voting blocks with communists, socialists, atheists, Muslim fundamentalists, um, the types of environmentalists that will put barbed wire in a tree so that a saw could kill a man that's trying to cut the tree down. And, and the Democrats, you know, the types of people that will take your grandson out in the woods and, you know, do things to him that I can't say on the air. And, you know, you know, Mambla, Man Boy Love Association. And, you know, and they give them uh, license to uh, be Sp- Boy Scout leaders. And, you know, all this, you know, kick getting God out of schools, prayer out of the public square. All of this, this is all the Democrats in a in a coalition. So. How is it that we continually say they mean well when there there is nothing that they do that works out well? You know, at least in my lifetime, and, you know, I'm in my 50s now, and there's nothing that they do that leads, for example, in the the inner cities ever since the so-called war on poverty, poverty has exploded, except under President Trump. It's starting to come down. That's such a good point, and um, and all these promises that the Democrats make that oh we're on your side we're for you we're going to lift you up we're going to help you we're go- basically what they're saying is we're going to give you a chicken in every pot but you've got to give us your vote back and we want to stay in power and the way we stay in power is to kind of trickle out a little bit here and a little bit there, Surf pro- make promises that very often don't come true, of course. Yeah. And you saw what happened during eight years of Barack Obama's presidency. Yeah. Things got worse in the inner cities, not yes. better. Yes, including the murder rate, including the poverty rate, including the rate of people on EBT. And, and, and now I'm not sure about the murder rate just yet, but certainly the EBT rate, the, the, uh, the poverty rate, the unemployment rate, in less than one year, there's improvement in all these categories, and, and these low-fat Republicans are still fighting the president that is the driver of all that. They, they don't want to admit that Donald Trump has one thing and only one thing in mind, which is to try to restore America's greatness in its economy and its foreign affairs and its value system. I.e. rebuilding the wall, as the Bible says. That's right. The walls of Jerusalem, and you can just substitute the walls of America. The man is serious. He is serious, and he means it. And um, I think that it is such a... uh, shocking uh, change from what we've seen before, even, you know, whether they were Democratic presidents or Republican presidents, 
Democratic administrations or Republican administrations. This one, this administration, is so different in its tone and its in its sincerity and its actual deliverance of uh, its promises. Yes, that it threatens the very lifeblood of these Republicans you're talking about and Democrats because they the all get creatures. Their, they all get their money from the same place, from the lobbyists who represent these special interests. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump is in Washington to say, no more. This yeah. is, this, this is going to stop. And, and you know he knows them. them because he used to pay them himself. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so he really knows. You know, that's the cool thing about Trump. He's not trying to be holier than thou. He's like, hey, man, I used to pay you. I mean, <laughs> that's right. But let me ask you this, Ed. Now, back to the intent with this uh this this Russia accusation now we we know that the um the uranium one deal now and again that for those few people that are actually trying to push that story out they put it all on Hillary but it's Hillary and Obama it's not just Hillary Hillary worked for Obama you can't leave Obama out and so but it's the whole that whole administration allowed 20% of uh, the, the base material for making nuclear bombs to fall into the hands of the control of uh, Vladimir Putin. And now they're trying to say, well, Putin would rather have Trump rather than the people that gave him one-fifth of our nuclear base material. Is, is, it, is it possible, Ed, that they knew Hillary was going to lose, but that this polling was very similar to uh, a thing called push polling, where the the poll is designed to have an effect on people's vote as opposed to reveal what the true status of it of it is. Because even look, I I had predicted not only did I predict Trump, I predicted that uh, it would it would come down to Trump and Cruz and Carson, and Carson would fade first, and then it would be Trump and Cruz, and I wrote that over a year before the election. So now if I could see it, couldn't some of these other people see it, but they could not bring themselves to say that. So they were preparing to take Trump out. Well, the answer to that question seems to me to be, if you were sitting in the Kremlin and you were Vladimir Putin, who would you rather see in the White House? Hillary. Hillary, of course. Right. Hillary Clinton. She's the one who gave you the 20% of our uranium production. She's the one who said she wanted to reset with the Russians and and try to uh, uh, make uh, undo undo a lot of the animosity between us and the Russians. And she she actually uh, had an agenda to make um, America a, a closer ally of the Russians, mm-hmm. not Donald Trump. Donald Trump yeah. is a tough guy, and, and Vladimir Putin knew that. He knows he's a tough businessman. Yeah, and, and they and never he's not want a Republican. I mean, even a weak Republican, they wouldn't want. A, they wouldn't have wanted Jeb Bush over Hillary. You know, and he's you know as weak as you know what. But mm-hmm. they they always going to prefer a Dem. I can't think of a single Democrat in the country that our adversaries and enemies would prefer. Um, to have any Republican rather than that Democrat, it's it's it just and 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 the, the sad thing about it is that this is so easy to see that a tenth grader could figure it out, and the low fat Republicans never ever say this 
which would be for us to beat up on the Democrat brand the way they beat up on the Republican brand, because the well, Republican you know, the brand Republic- is almost ruined. And we have a great story to tell as Republicans, abolish slavery, championing the right of women to vote. I mean, uh, economic, you know, under Reagan, he said he wanted all boats to to rise because he wanted the tide to rise. And mm-hmm. poor people benefited. That's right. That's so true. That is so true. So you have to ask, you you and I and, and, and your listeners have to ask, so why are these Republicans that you're talking about, Jeff Flake, Corker, um, Sass, McCain, you can go on and on. Why are they um, criticizing their fellow Republican president? Why are they not behind him? And I think the answer to that question is pretty simple. That's because he's not playing their old game anymore. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not going to get away with the kind of things that they got away with. They're really Democrats in the guise of Republicans. Mm-hmm. Now, percent wise, your best your best and your guess would be a very, very educated guess, uh, by the way, percent breakdown of uh, those that just don't get it versus those that have sold their souls and they're really uh, in it for themselves and there's a, there's financial benefit uh, to having uh, the swamp perpetuate itself? Well, that's a very good question, but I certainly think that there's more on the side, percentage-wise, maybe 75% of those who are in it for themselves. Mm-hmm. That's my view. And this is why, uh, ladies and gentlemen who who are listening and viewing, this is why primaries are so important. This is why. Yeah, this is why. But um, and if you're just joining us, we have with us Ed Klein, author of All Out War, The Plot to Destroy Trump. And uh, and you guys need to go to Ed Klein's uh, website uh, because this man kicks out uh, bestseller after bestseller. I mean, he told the truth on Obama. He told the truth on Hillary. And uh, now he's telling the truth again on the swamp creatures that uh, just like in the Bible, um, when Nehemiah wanted to rebuild the walls around Jerusalem, uh, there were people that were angry and wroth. And the Bible says they sought to hinder it. And here we go again. They are, they're right. seeking to hinder the rebuilding of the walls around America. And, and Ed, we're not just, uh, let the people know, we're not just talking about the wall between the United States and Mexico. We're not just talking about a physical wall. Donald Trump is talking about rebuilding a spiritual wall that has a physical wall component, but other components of this wall uh, are to 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 put America first. He said he's not the president of the world. He's the president of America. Very different from Barack Hussein Obama. He's wanting to uh, protect the economic uh, viability of everyday working people and uh, and help us as we compete on the world stage with uh, other nations. I mean, this is you know even in our culture where, you know, mind-numb athletes who, who, you know, went through college without d- really having to read and study, now they think they're sociology uh, professors and, and that it's okay to sit 
for the uh, our national anthem, but stand for the Mexican uh, anthem. I know. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that you'd ever live to see that? Yeah, and Trump fights back on that, and you know, and people say, well, oh, he should stop tweeting and and stop this and just do his job. But isn't that a part of the president's job to be the spiritual father of the nation? Absolutely, to be to set the value system, to establish a value system by which this country is united. And that's one of our biggest problems. I think if maybe the biggest problem right now is that we have two completely separate value systems. We have the value system that you're talking about, which is the traditional value system of patriotism, God, country, uh, community, family, on the one hand, and that's, I believe, what Donald Trump stands for, and on the other hand, the Democrats, who are opposed to the very values that built this country, yeah. who are who are trying to undermine it with these bathroom um, crazy bathroom laws that they tried to pass, allowing men to enter women's bathrooms. I mean, yeah. you just stop to think about that. They hate everything that's good, including the uh, young, our young girls holding on to their virginity as long as they can. And whoever thought you would ever live to see a day when people were against girls holding on to their virginity. I know. I wow. mean, this, I mean, and, and, and we have all this stuff with um, this person uh, sexually harassing that person, and the, and the Democrats are, they're trying to wax eloquent about it right now, but they are the ones that propose all this stuff that has all this sexuality 24 7, nonstop. I mean, you, you can't even hardly turn the news on without seeing a news anchor dressed like a pole dancer. That's <laughs> so true. It is so true. And, uh, and it's, it's become the norm in this country, right? Yes. The norm. Instead of the abnormal, the abnormal has become the norm. Totally that's, upside down. Uh, that's right. And that's what Donald Trump is trying to, in, among other things, trying to do, uh, which is to reestablish these old norms that made America great in the first place. Yeah. Now, when I started out the interview talking about you and Trump being men of the times, okay? And you, you're a baby boomer. Trump's a baby boomer, okay? Uh, now, I'm the generation behind you guys, uh, Generation X. I'm trying to take the baton from your hand and hand it off to the millennials so we can keep this country, okay, right. for, for my five grandchildren. But um, every, every four generations, Ed, we get here. And so this is, again— you know, I know the example I gave biblically was thousands of years ago, but this also happened uh, four generations ago and, and four generations prior to that and four generations prior to that. We had a Revolutionary War um, where we think of America fighting England, but really wasn't American fighting American with one third being loyalists, one third being patriots and one third I guess what they had the hat on back was any pants hanging down, Ed. <laughs> they didn't care, you know. Uh, and then four generations later, again, American fought American in the Civil War. And, uh, and each time, it, what was it about? It was about the definition of freedom and who was entitled to it. What is God the author of our freedom and it applies equally to everyone? 
or is man the author of freedom and it applies to whoever man says it applies to it's absolutely correct what you just said right yeah and so four generations after the civil war we were at it again at this time the war encompassed the whole world with hitler hirohito mussolini uh, you know, against the allies, and we even had to make peace with the devil temporarily to win that war. Mm-hmm. And and here we are now, Ed. We are four generations after that, so people should not be surprised that we have a president like Donald Trump, who is tough. Who you know, I, and I would agree with some of the critics to say that on on some occasions he goes a bit too far, like this silliness with this basketball player's uh, dad. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I I think that you know he's he's lowering himself to to get down in the ditch with that guy, maybe pimp slap him once or twice, but not three, four, and five times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if we have the choice, Ed, between George Bush, who never fought back. And Donald Trump, who fights back, and on occasion he goes a little bit too far. You know, make the case to the people why we they should embrace the guy who goes sometimes a little bit too far. Well, he's like the rest of us. I'm, I hope I'm speaking for most of us. We're imperfect human beings, and Donald Trump is certainly an imperfect human being. Uh, you're right. He came up the hard even though he came up from a, a upper middle class family he basically came up the hard way in new york city and uh, always had to scrap for uh, whatever he got and his i you know i told you I, I spoke to his wife melania and when i i said to her don't you think that your husband sometimes goes a little too far she said no i don't if you attack Donald, he'll attack you back ten times harder. That's Good his, for her. That's exactly <laughs> what. And she was in favor of that. Yeah. So that's you know he does go back, go a little too far sometimes, but it's just part of his personality, and we're going to mm-hmm. have to live with that because yeah. overall, what he's doing is moving us in the right direction. Yeah. Now, how's your time looking, Ed? We're up at the top of the hour news break. Well, unfortunately, I've got to say uh, adieu for now. Okay. We can certainly do it again. Yay. Thank you so much, my friend. God bless you. God bless you, and thank you so much. All right. My pleasure. Well, all right, folks. That was Ed Klein. you got to go out and buy his latest book, folks. All Out War, The Plot to Destroy Trump. Where is the best news and talk? AM 820 WNTW Chester is the answer.